Welcome back to episode four of Podcast Maps with me, Graham Brown. Thanks for joining me on this journey. I'm your guide into the world of podcast success. So let's talk about what we're going to talk about. Today is all about the three key metrics that you need to focus on for podcast success. Up until now, a lot of people have just focused on audience numbers. Really, today is about expanding your understanding of what's important. The North Stars you should be thinking about for podcast success. So, of course, audiences are important. However, they are not the only metric you should be focusing on. So, what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is that there are other metrics we need to be paying attention to because audience numbers are almost like an output metric, meaning they are the product of our activity, but yet they are the least controllable aspects of our activity. So there are metrics that go into audiences. So if you want to build a big audience for your podcast, what you should do is not focus on audience numbers. You should focus on what influences audience numbers. And you can do that one way, which is the hard way, which is what a lot of business podcast owners opt to do, which is they rely on their guests to share the podcast. And the reach of that is limited, limited in the fact that it has no sustainability. So I've talked about it a number of times that the listeners that come to your podcast because they are friends of John, because John's shared it with their social network, are fans of John, will listen to John, but they won't listen to Mary. The problem with that is what that leaves the podcast host with is this situation where they're constantly relying on one hit after another to stay afloat. So operationally, they are only treading water on the podcast because very little of your initial audience transfers, carries to episode two to three to four. Each one, it dies off. So these audience numbers, whilst they may give the illusion of podcast success, actually mask the reality, which is you're simply floating or you're simply treading water. What they do is distract podcast owners from the importance of building organic traffic. Now, what I mean by organic traffic is highly aligned traffic, highly aligned audiences to your podcast. So you've got a podcast about garden furniture and John comes on the show. He shares it with his network and then all the listeners come. They listen to the show because they don't care about garden furniture. They care about John. And yet none of those transfer to the interview with Mary and so you're now reliant on Mary's audiences and the same situation is happening that Mary's audiences don't transfer to Jim 
And now you're relying on Jim's audiences. Can you see this pattern of what's happening, this spiking? And this is happening everywhere around us where I'm seeing business podcast owners working in their podcast and working on their podcast because what they're doing is they're focusing on the guests. I've got to get a great guest because I got John in and I got a thousand subscribers. So to get 2000 subscribers, I need to get 2x of John in terms of the kudos or the clout of my guest. But that's just a losing game because as soon as your next guest, Mary, who's got two times the clout of John, is gone, you're back where you're starting. So to grow the podcast, the only way to do it, that method, is to get bigger and bigger guests. And that only goes one way. That's a house of cards that you're building. And eventually what happens is the podcast owner comes to a, a breaking point where they look at all the effort they put in the podcast and start questioning, why am I not getting results? Why is this guy who is getting unknown guests and yet I'm getting Barack Obama, Bruce Springsteen and Jack Maher on my podcast? Why is he kicking my ass? And it comes down to organic traffic. And if you want organic traffic, you have to play the game of the platforms. You have to align your podcast with Spotify and Apple such that they can give you aligned audiences. So if I, for example, am interested because I am a fanatic in garden furniture, for example, if I search that out on Apple or Spotify and you come up number one and then I listen to episode 17 in your podcast about John and Garden Furniture. Then there's also this episode 18 with Mary and Garden Furniture. Hmm, this looks interesting. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to follow this podcast. And bingo, you have highly aligned organic traffic. Because what's happening now is by virtue of the fact that I am a fanatic of garden furniture, I'm going to follow 17, 18, 19. Oh, and by the way, in episode 19, they say, check out episode six, seven, and eight, series one, which referred to a similar conversation about vintage garden furniture. So I go back to six, seven, and eight, and then I listen to one, two, three, four, and I completely indulge Netflix style on your content. And you know what? That is the kind of listener that podcast platforms want. So think about it. If you can play their game, they're going to give you more organic traffic, highly aligned audiences that are going to stick around. If you don't play their game, sure, they're going to send you maybe traffic because Barack Obama was in your podcast. But who comes next? Mary? Who's Mary? Why am I going to listen to her? I want another Barack Obama. So you are going to now get back to where you started. However, if you now start working in terms of working on your podcast, 
You need to now think about the SEO strategy of your podcast for the platforms. How does my podcast align with the needs of Spotify and Apple? Because if you can get into the jet stream of Spotify and Apple, then you're going to get a lot of organic traffic from the same. They are increasingly sending less organic traffic to the bottom ranking podcast and more to the top. They have to. It's just nature of their game. What they want to do is promote good content and Spotify and Apple are head to head, loggerheads trying to win customers. So they don't necessarily have exclusive content. Yes, Spotify has um, content such as uh, Joe Rogan, um, but exclusive content is the fat head as opposed to the long tail of the market. What they want is content that is consistent, engaging, and aligned with their audiences. And that means that they're going to send, if I have a, a visitor to my platform, I'm going to send him or her to a podcast, which I hope will get them coming back. And I'm not going to send them to a podcast, which is going to blow it, which means that I'm not going to democratically apportion the traffic to all the podcasts out there. Like it used to be in the old days when you could publish a podcast and just get audiences. Now, however, I'm more discriminating. I'm Apple. I'm thinking, okay, of these 100,000 podcasts, which ones are going to get people coming back? So to answer that question, I need a good visual on the performance of these podcasts. So firstly, what I'm going to do as the podcast platform is I'm going to look at these podcasts and say, which one of these are publishing regularly? Because you're more likely to come back every day if that podcast is publishing more often, right? If that podcast is publishing every six weeks, every 12 weeks, whatever it may be, and it's a little bit inconsistent with the publishing schedule, I'm not going to send my traffic that way because they're going to be waiting weeks and weeks. I can't risk you coming back in 12 weeks for your next update because you know what? You're going to go to Spotify or you're going to go to Google or Amazon. So that's the problem that I have. I need you to keep people coming back. So you've got to help me with this game and keep producing content. If you look at the averages now in terms of publishing cadence, and this is from my podcast SEO guide, you can get this from podcastmaps.com. What it says in the guide is that the average business podcast now publishes six episodes a week. Sorry, six episodes a month. And either way, that's probably a surprise for most people. Six episodes a month means like more than one a week. So even if you went for one a week, that's a lot more than most business publish publishers are publishing now. And they look at it and think, oh, I'll do one a month. And you know what's happening is Spotify and Apple are looking at that and thinking, mm, meh, why would I send my Apple visitor to that guy if I've got a guy over here who's publishing every week because that guy's going to get people coming back. So the first thing you need to understand is about 
how you look in the eyes of the platforms. And that's why the three metrics are important. Audience is an output metric, but the key metrics you need to start thinking about are rankings and keyword SEO. So rankings mean how do you perform in your podcast category? So let's have a look. For example, if you were in the business category, which is the top meta category on Apple and also on Spotify. Number one globally is Business Wars by Wondery, a fantastic podcast. And when I say globally, there isn't such a thing as a global chart by Apple and Spotify. What you get is how podcasts are performing in Singapore or United States or South Africa or Indonesia, wherever. You get it localized and then you get it by category. So for example, if you were to say to me, uh, I want to know what the top ranking Singapore management podcasts are. Firstly, you've got to manually go into uh, the platform and you've got to dig this stuff out. And it's not making it easy for you, but our tool Podminer mines this data and pulls it out on a daily basis. So for example, if you look at the top 10 going backwards in top 10 Singapore management, you've got uh, the Jocko podcast is a fantastic podcast. I love Jocko Willink. Um, and number 10, Future of Asia by McKinsey and Company. You've then got uh, the Life Lead, sorry, the Life Church podcast, Masters of Scale by Reed Hoffman, HBR, Inside the Strategy Room, Business Wars number four in Singapore, uh, Work Life by Adam Grant, Ted, After Hours by HBR Presents, which is a great podcast, and McKinsey podcast by McKinsey and Company. So those are your top 10 in Singapore. So take, for example, Business Wars by Wondery. In Singapore, it's number four, according to Podminer, and it's gone up three positions since last, since yesterday, sorry. So it's gone up from seven to four. However, that's just Singapore. So how do you now work out globally? So what we've done at Podminer is we've built the Podcast Authority Index, which takes all of the global markets and crunches it into one. So it weights them according to our criteria. And then it gives you, this is the number one podcast globally across all these categories and markets. So that now gives us a benchmark of success because what may be doing really well in Singapore might not be doing so well in India. So we want to kind of level that out and understand, get a better visual of success in podcasting globally. And our podcast authority index gives us a top 100. And number one in the podcast authority index is Business Wars by Wondery. Meaning that if you look at the data, and I'm getting this from Podminer, yeah, it's number four in Singapore. However, globally, it's number one in many, many markets. And I'm just looking down the numbers here from Podminer. It's number one in about 50 markets at least. And, you know, it's, it's only number four in the U.S., for example, but number three in Canada, number one in Mexico. Um, and, you know, globally it goes on. So what we're able to do with the Podcast Authority Index is flatten out all the anomalies about the black box, which is podcasting, and tell you who are the top podcasts in your market in your category or globally. And from that, then look at the tracks that success leaves in podcasting. So if you look at 
business wars, for example, number one globally. According to the latest data, and this is not necessarily very scientific because it's published in articles as opposed to any kind of verifiable source, business wars is part of Wondery and Wondery across its uh, publications, across its numbers, gets 20 million uh, subscribers an episode. So let's sort of now just do a bit of back of envelope math here and work out, well, let's say Business Wars gets between two and five million. So the number one business podcast is roughly getting two to five million uh, listeners per episode. And per episode means what? I mean, how often are these guys publishing? And to do that, you've got now got to go back in and look at what their publishing cadence is. And there's two factors to remember here when it comes to publishing cadence, because this will really impact your ranking. And the first one is how often you publish, obviously. And that is an important factor because, like we said, the more often you publish, the more likely Apple and Spotify are going to funnel their traffic to you, which basically means that, okay, if you're publishing regularly, great, I'm going to send you more of the traffic. So let's have a look at Wondery, for example, and look at their publishing cadence. Now, if you look, for example, at the time of this podcast, 12th of March, so this may be uh, archived for you, but in the week preceding this podcast, they've published four episodes. Now, they're not publishing every day or every two days. It's a little bit inconsistent. And some days it sort of drops to seven days or more. It's a little bit inconsistent, but they're publishing a lot. And that is their formula for success. So, for example, if you want to get up to the top 10, you've got to think about how do I increase my cadence? Because unless you increase your cadence, nothing's going to change. The third part of podcast metrics is SEO. So what are the keywords people are searching for on the platforms? And therefore, what is bringing aligned traffic? Now, Business Walls is interesting because what's going to be happening is obviously a lot of people are going to be searching for Business Walls. Um, because they know the name. Yet most people don't have a brand that people are aware of. For example, um, people may be searching for McKinsey rather than McKinsey Podcast, as an example. So bear that in mind that what's happening is that people may be not searching for a particular show name. They may be searching for something else. But it's important that you rank number one for that something else. If you look at Business Wars as an example, that what they've done is they focused on keywords for um, popular names, names of businesses, Netflix, for example, or even Estee Lauder versus L'Oreal, and they'll put in the title influencers or beauty. Now, for a certain audience, that may be, important and relevant but for others it may not be but if you look for example at the episode Estee Lauder versus L'Oreal how influencers are changing the beauty industry 
in the description, it's got beauty. It's got L'Oreal Estee Lauder. It's got social. It's got influencers. Okay, you may not think this is rocket science, but you'll be surprised by how many people don't even put that in their podcast descriptions and titles as well. And what that means is that they're missing out huge opportunity because let's say you have a situation like um, Business Wars where you're, you've published 296 episodes. Think about that. You've got 296 touch points and ways that people could find your podcast, each one with slightly different variations of keywords that you could apply to your podcast. And actually, it's kind of difficult going back and editing 296 episodes. So we built a tool, a tool for uh, podcast on Pickle Jam, which is our hosting platform. And there's a simple tool in that which allows people to add uh, a, a footer and a call to action link to each and every podcast. What that will then do, so if you had 296 episodes and you started and um, this sort of SEO search and you realized actually we got to have garden furniture in our podcast descriptions because that's like a really hot subject and people have you know we've been talking about garden furniture in business wars and why that's important to people but yet we haven't really put that in our descriptions or even our titles what you can do is you have a choice you can you can manually go back and edit 296 episodes feel free there's nothing stopping you doing that apart from you know like you only have one life and 24 hours in the day alternatively you can go into a tool like pickle jam and i don't know if this exists elsewhere we haven't seen this in other platforms but it's just a useful tool um it's not a game changer but it just saves you some time you go into pickle jam and you just add in a footer which you could add in something like for more podcast episodes about garden furniture or for for example check out episode 242 which is our roundup of garden furniture reviews including this interesting take on vintage garden furniture and you could put a link in the call to action box as well and effectively what that does is it appends your rss feed and it adds that keyword every single one of the 296 episodes on your rss feed saves you hours of work but that's kind of what we need to be thinking about and you know what's happening now and it's sort of going back to the the key point and the challenge and the problem about working in versus working on the business is because the guy who's working on the business realizes this and he says oh look you know i can just add spend you know like 20 minutes on this tool and update my SEO across 296 episodes. What that then does is that creates a 10% uplift in his audience numbers. And that get, takes his audience numbers from 10,000 to 11,000. And by result of that, he moves up five rankings in iTunes, Apple podcast. And result of that, he gets another 500 
to his audience. So he's now, his audience is sort of growing into 12,000. So he's had like a 20% uplift in his audience numbers just by working on the business. And I would ask you, what would it take working in the podcast to get the similar kind of results? You know, last week you had John, who is your best guest ever. And now you've got to get better than John by 20%. Ain't going to happen. And the only way that's going to happen is you 10x your effort, the hustle. And, you know, it becomes diminishing marginal returns in working in the podcast because you now have to start, you know, pinging PR handlers, comms people to get celebrity guests. And it ain't going to happen. It's just going to take exponentially more and more time. And yet going back and a simple adjustment to your SEO can make a world of difference. These are just some of the tips I share um, with clients and I'm sharing with you now. And not a lot of people are talking about this now. And certainly there ain't a lot of tools out there. And that's why we're building podcast maps, by the way. But if you want to get the podcast SEO guide in the meantime, which has insights, really, a 101 on podcast SEO and how it works and how you can work on your podcast as opposed to in it, then go to podcastmaps.com. You can sign up for the podcast map speeder at time of publishing this podcast. It's not yet live. We're now interviewing and researching with podcasters and podcast tech partners about how we can participate and work together and build the podcast SEO and analytics market together. Because to be honest, it sucks. There is a black box and going back to the audience numbers of business wars as well. It's like, that's self-reported, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. It's not verifiable. So if, you, if you're telling me you're getting 10,000 audience, I have to believe you. That's no good for advertisers, right? So we have a real problem. And we can only fix the problem when we build better and more transparent metrics. And we're not going to fix that with audience numbers. We need to have a wide set of metrics. And that's why we've got ARK. We talk about it in the podcast maps guide. So if you want to go and get a copy for that, go to podcastmaps.com. Obviously, as I said, there's the beta, but there's also the guide. You can go and download that and subscribe to this podcast as well, because each and every episode, I'll be sharing tips on what makes podcasts successful. Coming up in episode five tomorrow, I'm going to talk about the art and the science of podcast ranking. So how do you get your podcast to number one? Uh, Business Wars obviously has cracked that. I'm going to share how we did that with one of our clients, uh, a business podcast. So it's easy when you're a B2C podcast, you know, you're like true crime or business wars type podcast. But if you're a consultancy or if you're a B2B brand, it may look on surface a lot harder. But I'll share some tips and tricks that I've learned over the last few years uh, managing podcasts for clients. And that's coming up in the next episode. So go to podcastmaps.com and subscribe to this podcast and uh, join me on this journey. Thanks for listening to this episode. We'd love to hear from you and talk to you again about this unfolding journey of podcast analytics in episode five. My name's Graham Brown. <laughs>